What up, what up, what up, Scott? Hey, Sam, and hey to everybody in the audience. Welcome to another stunning edition of Nerdcyclopedia. How are you doing today, Sam? Stunning! I'm doing good. Stunning! I'm doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> all right. Yes. So here at Nerdcyclopedia, we are uh, going to stun you by actually having some content to do with the letter Z. We managed to pull some out, um, and we're real excited about this. This, if we have not mentioned it, is a special Nerdcyclopedia. Special. Because it is it is our season one finale. All right. Nerdcyclopedia. Hey, we, we, we didn't plan that two-hour special or whatever, you know, like how some season finales have this big send-off until the next season. You know, you, you're going to get your regular, you know, um, okay, this is like a procedural season finale. <laughs> yeah, 40 hey. minutes into this, you know, no one's going to cut my head off, all right? We're going to be all right. He's still going to be here. It's not going to be a twist. Yeah. <laughs> not going to be a cliffhanger for next season's guy. <laughs> right? No, we're not doing that this time. That's a, that's right. an idea for season two. All right, there we go. And by the way, here I'm Sam, and I am Scott. All right, and we are here. And we appreciate you. And we appreciate you joining the Nerd Cyclo family. All right, all right. So, <laughs> um, I guess let's just, let's get to it here. So we are um, like Scott prefaced in the letter Z. Finally made it to the Z. end of the alphabet here. Wow. <laughs> That's right. It's been, I think we have 35 episodes so far. Mm-hmm. So someone told us uh, that's probably, you know, some nerdendums in there. This will be 36. So 10 nerdendums and, um, you know, 26 letters of the alphabet. There we go. We managed to do every single one, even the hard ones, like yeah. E and I. And, and Q, <laughs> you know. Oh, oh Q wow. was a rough one. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a good season. So, I mean, we started the um the, the nerd psych out off, off rough and everything, you know, with it being mm. our first podcast. But I think we've, we we got into a groove, got into a chemistry, and, you know, I think um they, they appreciated our flow and stuff. So I'm, I'm really I'm really proud about that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we got the, all the way through. That was a goal of mine to mm-hmm. stick with this podcast until we made it all the way to Z. And uh, well, I'm excited about what we got we got coming up, and we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also excited that uh, we made it. We didn't <laughs> we, get canceled. We did not get canceled. We didn't cancel ourselves. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we are the rulers of this universe here, Scott. <laughs> That's true. We are the showrunners, you know. <laughs> we both have unlimited infinite powers within the confines of the Nerd Cycle universe. There we go. All right, so. In, Nerd Cycle, in the Nerd Cycle universe, there was no episode one. Just so you know, there was no Star Wars episode one in that universe. Right, right, right. Never right. happened. <laughs> All right, so. Um, and speaking of which, mm-hmm. speaking of which, we'd be remiss if we did not mention our sponsors, the Chewbacca <laughs> Memorial Association. Uh, today's uh, <laughs> this first segment will be brought to you by the Chewbacca Memorial Association, an association that protests the retcon of the old EU. <laughs> the Chewbacca Memorial Association, even though Han's kid tried, the Wookiee still died. There we go. <laughs> okay. So the first, <laughs> the first topic we got this this week. All right, what's our uh, first topic? We're going to talk about uh, zombies. Oh, man, that's a heck of a Z right there. Zombies. That's know, that's, right? that's 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 how you end the season finale. That's how you that's what you do for this zombies. <gasps> zombies yeah. in um, geek culture. I mean, first of mm. all, you got to give a shout shout out to George A. Romero. Oh, absolutely. You know, who um, started the whole zombie craze and everything. And um, it, 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 zombies are like the, you know, the, the undead. 
you know, the living mm. dead, you know, um, yes. they reanimated corpses of human beings <laughs> that, that <laughs> yes. are with limited functionality and mobility, you know, um, what I, I would, I would have to say is one of, one of my favorite zombie movies are, is, um, actually one of my favorite zombie games is Resident Evil. Oh Yeah. You know, yeah. Resident Evil, um, that really took it, it was actually based on like George. It was a, a space off George A. Romero's, you know, um, you know, premise and everything. But it's really expanding on it with like the um, what if a zombie apocalypse just happened in a, um, a, a fake raccoon city? That's what the, right. the, the city was <laughs> called. Raccoon city. city. You're like, why was it called that? I don't know. But um, the <laughs> conspiracy led to like many games, and it just spread all about and everything with um, different characters from like the um, the um, it had a corporation called the Umbrella Corporation who um, yeah. had this serum that just ended up causing the outbreak and everything. They was trying to like you know I guess make a better human being, but it ended up the other way, you know. They just said, oops, oops. <laughs> <laughs> we wiped out humanity, oops. Whoops, you know. But um, that's one of the best zombie franchises out there as far as video games, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the actual, and remember, mm-hmm, go ahead. movie franchise too. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, 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 I'll say this, it started off okay, but... And I I give it I'll give it credit for this. It was the probably the one of the most long lasting um, zombie franchises mm-hmm. out there. So mm-hmm. whenever one was put out, people actually went to see it. <laughs> so it, it, it made money. So um, you know they don't they yeah. don't put out things out there that don't make money. The original one had that had that cool the mm-hmm. coolest scene I remember from the original Resident Evil movie is when that guy goes into the uh, they all they're in the tunnel and that dude gets cut into cubes by the lasers yeah <laughs> just kinda, yeah like, yeah apart. yeah that's the um, oh, that's the classic image <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the movie sort of strayed away from um, what the games were because um, the initial the, the 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 girl that played the um it, it, the the lady that played um like what was her name. Uh, Alice. Uh, yeah, Alice. Um, who and who? Um, who plays Alice? I, I forget. Amelia Jovovich. Yeah, yeah, Jovovich. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, she whatever. was not that, in the game. That's not the right pronunciation, by the way. <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely wrong. Hashtag hate Sam. Right, yeah, yeah, hashtag you know, hate everybody. You know where to go. Um, but yeah, she wasn't originally in the games. Um, why she was cast as the lead, I don't know. But she ended up being pretty decent as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. as far as that. Mm-hmm. And they ended up introducing characters from the game over time as the, the franchise went on. But um, but the, the the premise of that first movie was really good um, as far as I was concerned. Um, it really um, kept true to the, the spirit of the game with, like, the mansion and, you know, going through, like, the tunnels and everything and throughout um, – you know, defeating like the zombies and the different monsters and stuff. Not only was it zombies, it was actually monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the games were good. And then um, um, I don't know if you want to jump into here, but um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh man, that's a movie oh. that was that snuck up on me. It was mm-hmm. it was good, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies that you think it's just you think you're gonna go see something like you know, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a brainless like a. Uh, blood splatter a splatter right, pick right uh, flick and, and then it's very it's very psychological and introspective because they uh man what, what they uh they go like they show all the people just trying to survive and claw together uh-huh. and then they go to that military installation yeah and it's like 
man. Yeah, they find uh, out that, um, okay, you know, they think they're going to help them, but <laughs> it turned right. out to be a whole different thing going on there, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so 28 Days Later has that. It shares something in common with The Walking Dead, which obviously is the biggest, uh, you know, franchise right now for zombies in uh, 2018. It's like the ratings, enormous ratings. But basically, uh, Cillian Murphy, the Scarecrow. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, Great actor. You know, he wakes up. Yeah, he, he wakes up after being in a coma for 28 days. And, uh, you know, he's got to make his way through London to try to get somewhere north to get out of the city because all the rage zombies are in the city. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is, that's a specific type of zombie. So there's, like, there's slow zombies and fast zombies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So 28 days later, World War Z, I think, the movie, that maybe is in dispute. But basically... The zombies can run real fast and, like, you know, yeah, well, uh, they come after you. Yeah, World War Z sort of changed the, the game up as far as, like, how zom- I mean, zom- how much can you really change the game. But zombies are fast now. They can run really fast and right after yeah, right? you and everything. Um, but, yeah, Z- World War Z was sort of like the um, – it turned out – that movie turned out to be different than what I thought it was. Um, I, I really liked I mean, that the book. Movie. The book World War Z, mm-hmm. which is which we're going to talk about under the auspices of Z and zombies, so we're bringing that in here. <laughs> it's like an oral history, so like it's like a like a series of interviews of uh, survivors of the zombie apocalypse. Ah, and the okay. zombies in World War Z, the book, mm-hmm. are not they're slow zombies. They're walkers. They're not. They're okay. not runners. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. So you know uh, maybe they can well, maybe they can they can walk at a pretty good, good clip. Mm-hmm. But World War Z, the uh, the book has a. As like a scene called the Battle of Yonkers, where there's a huge like zombie herd in New York City that they drive out to Yonkers, New York, and they have okay. like this battle. But okay. none of their weapons are uh, calibrated for zombies, so they just like uh, they like shoot them in the chest, and then the zombie keeps coming. Really? You know? Wow, that's different. So they yeah. they, they they had like lethal weapons, but they could not um they they couldn't they weren't able to hurt the zombies or like usually the, with the whole zombie thing is you shoot them in the head, they're they're down. You know, they won't come right. after well, you anymore. Well, that's when they kind of figured out that was how they had to do it. And so, oh, okay. like, the entire, the remaining population of the United States retreated west mm-hmm. and sort of used the uh, Rocky Mountains as a as a zombie break. Okay. And then had to slowly reclaim the country by, like, sort of standing in a line <laughs> from, like, from, uh, from the frozen north to the Gulf of Mexico and walking east and just shooting every zombie on the way. Oh, wow. So they had to cordon off different areas. Mm-hmm. And they had to change the way, the you know, the military was organized, so they had to have these, like, um... Uh, they had to have like they had single single shot bolt action rifles and they trained for good aim and they trained to shoot every second so everyone would shoot 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 mm-hmm. and uh, it's really interesting it's way different than the book the book was more like an action movie with Brad Pitt you know yeah yeah and, yeah uh, and and uh, oh, the movie was the book is uh is much more like cerebral it has like sort of thinks about cause and effect and like how the zombie apocalypse has changed the world economy and stuff and how like Cuba is the most prosperous country in the world now because they didn't really have any zombies right right. <laughs> They, is they, there an island in a dictatorship? They sort of touched on that a little bit in the movie, but um, I sound from the sounds of it because I haven't read the book. Um, it sounds it sounds like that would have been a much better um story, you know, um, yeah. to, to 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 tag on to. I remember with the uh, it was the mo- movie was in a um, it was it was really it was a lot of production problems and everything with the movie, and they finally end up settling on whatever the movie came out to be. And while it was okay, as as far as the, actually it was it was pretty it was pretty good. Um, yeah, it's all right. The 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 problems that they had were trying to translate that book into you know an actual movie, 
And I think if mm-hmm. they had stuck with what you said as far as, um, you know, the premise of the book and like the going into like the deeper, you know, political, you know, stuff that um, um, <laughs> is, poli- is poli- as political as zombies can be. Um, and so right. how the society, <laughs> you know, uh, reacted to like, you know, a, a zombie apocalypse. I think it would have made for like a much better movie because essentially the, the, the World War Z is pretty much a derivative of every other zombie movie that came out, you know. Right. Walking mm-hmm. zombies, fast zombies, you know, still zombies, you know, talk about something else, you know, that's a little deeper that we haven't really seen. And sounds like that's what the book did. Well, World War Z, the book is like a Ken Burns documentary of the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. is what it's like. Mm. So you have these interviews that are, that are you know, if you were to produce it, mm-hmm. it would be produced at like a series of television episodes, like about, like, you know what I mean? Like a miniseries. Yeah. That's what you do. You intercut it with shots of like stock footage of all these events, right? Okay. So you'd have like, so you'd have like, you know, the guy talking about the Battle of Yonkers, and then you'd have footage from like the DC. You know what I mean? Right. Like you'd have footage from like a drone showing like all these, like the zombies just keep coming because you know you can blow, you can blow them up, but if you injure a zombie, it's still right. a zombie. Right. Right. You know, you can blow its arm off, it's still, it's still yeah, coming at you. Yeah. Right. And the horde was just so big, so you know, that's how I would do it if someone wanted to pay me a couple million dollars. Hey, they, uh, they to, really to should. In, in fact, um, if you, if we want to touch on The Walking Dead, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was really expecting that to be. You know, when you have a mm-hmm. long running series, you know, where you, you have an opportunity to expand the story or at least delve a little deeper into maybe, the, you know, the zombie apocalypse, you could talk about those things and it'd be a lot more political and, you know, touch on different factions. Um <laughs> The Walking Dead is not, it, it, while it started out great, I was a hardcore Walking Dead just like, you know, oh, man, this is like one of the greatest series, you know, that I've seen to it turning out to be, and you can hashtag, hashtag Samuel as much as you want, but it's trash now, you know. I, I, <laughs> the Walking Dead is just straight, it's, it's um repetitive storylines the you know characters don't seem to, um where it used to start out where you know anybody can die you know in a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. it's not it's not the case nowadays you know i mean characters or you <laughs> nowadays, know nowadays these zombie apocalypses only take con stars at the end of their contracts yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. people are sitting pretty, around they're all hunkered much. down yeah. they're like, when's your yeah, contract yeah. in i got a contract till season six oh yeah, they, oh, this is season six. They, they, oh no! They have a bunch of red shirts that probably have ten day contracts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, um, I got a well, I got a one episode contract as a human, but I got a ten episode contract <laughs> as a zombie, so I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty much. So um, you know, they're gonna keep me. They're gonna keep me around. You know, chained up or something. I'm gonna yeah, have fun. Yeah, ironically though, they actually have a better show, um, and it's called The Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it actually ended up being uh, what what was deemed as like okay, what are you guys expanding this universe for? Why do you need? Why do we need another Walking Dead show? It actually ended up being a much better show than the main show. You know, um, <laughs> I stopped watching the show like at the end of um, the first half of the last season and just didn't keep mm-hmm. up with it. Um, but I've kept on with like the Fear of the Walking Dead show, and I've, suffice to say that's a much better, much much better written show. Um, and yeah. shot, you know, the, the, it's the filming of is much better than the main show. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the walking dead. So if, if, if you're still walking dead fan and you know, just hashtag, Hey Sam, all you want, I'm sticking to my guns. I do not like that show. <laughs> 
Well, you know, my problems with The Walking Dead start much more fundamentally than, than, uh, than there. So I stopped watching way before you did. Yeah, I'm such I'm such a geek. I, I worry about mm-hmm. myself sometimes because the reason I stopped watching uh-huh. it is that they never like they had that prison, right? Okay. And they never built any walls. They, they were in a prison, and they were just like, "Well, how do we keep people in or out of a place?" Uh-huh. And they're looking at a building designed for that purpose, and you know what? They, it has a lot of walls. Right. <laughs> and then they have. They sent Carol out with like a stick. They're poking zombies in the head through the fence. Like, just build a wall. Just build a better fence. The fence is already there. Just put some stuff up. Just pile some dirt up there. Well, no, no, no. Well, hey, what's even worse is this still at this point, no one can tell me how they consistently drive cars around. <laughs> Where in hell's name are they getting gas from? <laughs> Huh? How long has Apocalypse... The shows have been on about eight seasons now, eight years or whatever. I'm not sure what the time span is showtime, but it has to be be like like four four or five years, right? Exactly. Where are you still getting gas from? And how are these vehicles still working as if it's like, you know... (laughs) It doesn't keep. No, it right? does not at all. Not at all. Like gasoline goes bad after a year or two. It turns into like jelly. Yeah. Right? It turns into like like napalm or something. And, 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 and it's not as, it's good, but not as useful for driving a car around. And they refuse to answer the question as to why. You would think a, a intelligent series would at least approach that um you know, uh, approach that um concept. Okay, well, this is the reason why it's still gas. This show doesn't it just acts like the viewer is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just not going to ignore this you know after all this time you're not going to even oh man that show is just whew. Mm. okay you're right they could mention it in passing like oh like oh but, but there's no trade with other groups right like every every time mm-hmm. you know every time you see these guys in this show it feels like it's the whole universe of people in the whole world you know right like they don't have a sense like there's not someone in louisiana that has a tanker that just like trades with people as he moves up the coast you know well the, you know I, what i mean like that it just has all this crude oil in this this refinery and just like just sails around and just gives people gas like, well, that would well that's sense. the thing and i think maybe because of production issues but even so i mean uh, uh, uh um a show as popular as that must be making a ton of money um you can uh the book the the walking dead comic book broaches those type of subjects as far as trade and everything but um mm-hmm. the the show for whatever reason it just sticks to one area you know and thinks everything is just as is i would love to see how europe is dealing with that <laughs> you know i would yeah. love to see how um you know new york is dealing with that but we're only after eight seasons we only um they've only traveled from like atlanta georgia to maybe like washington dc and virginia that's it. Mm-hmm. In World War Z, they the uh, like Europe. Everyone goes back to castles and stuff. It's like weird. It's like weird. They wow, like the, that's deep. Oh. The Queen of England survives in the Tower of London. Uh huh. And like they clean the island off and stuff. Like, but yeah, they all go live in like the survivors end up living in castles and like um wow because all, all those fortifications uh-huh. work. They're designed to work against people walking. <laughs> that's the whole. <laughs> that's the number one thing. They're like, we don't want anyone walking here. We'll build a castle. <laughs> No one will be able to walk there. And since the castles are still there. <laughs> yeah, they're still there. Let's at least take advantage of them, you know. There's one guy that's all mad at his wife. Like, oh, I tear down the castle, she says. <laughs> <laughs> like like um, Danny going back to Dragonstone, you know. It's still there, so might as well use it. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I mean, what, I'm just supposed to leave this perfectly good castle empty? <laughs> this is a nice looking castle here. <laughs> There's tapestries. Oh man, yeah. The tapestries. But yeah, um, yeah, zombies. I mean, it's, it's it's variations over the years of different movies and 
uh, um, TV shows that approach zombies and um, it's still a popular genre, you know, the zombie genre, you know, you can never get enough of zombies. You know, they say that our uh, the zombies prevalence in American culture is a response to the uh, corporatization and uh, consumerization of American culture and that it's a <laughs> it's a it's a sort of a satire of uh, us, as you, if you will, of uh, meta people that uh, meta satire of people who are just mindless consumers <laughs> and don't do don't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. We are controlled by our commercials. You know, we <laughs> are Speaking of which, <laughs> that segment was brought to you by the Chewbacca Memorial Association. <laughs> the association that protests the retcon of the old EU. Because it don't mean a thing without the characters, well-thought-out plot, and intense action of the X-Wing series. <laughs> uh, Alright, what else we got in Z? <laughs> well, um... We can talk, you know, there was one one zombies that we didn't talk about. It's a little bit different, right? Because okay. it's not the same thing as the other zombies. Okay. It's the, uh, it, and we, we said, we hit on this a little bit in the W's, but we do want to mention that the, uh, the other than The Walking Dead, the other sort of new zombies, right, that are available, uh-huh. that are kind of in the, in the zeitgeist, they're from Game of Thrones. All right. Love Game and of Thrones. And essentially, so the Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. they're reanimated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be some spoilers in this if you haven't seen the last season, so skip ahead. Yeah, skip ahead. I'm not telling you how long. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to go on. <laughs> um, so the Army of the Dead is a reanimated corpses that are harvested by the White Walkers or the others. They're brought back to life to serve in their unholy army of destruction mm-hmm. uh, that they are bringing to end the world of men. And they have... Uh, Blue eyes, and mm-hmm. they also rot very slowly because they're very cold. Hmm. Okay. Um, but they rot. On the show, they're <laughs> yes. called um, whites. Are they called that in the books? Whites as well. Yes, I okay. believe so. Okay. All right. And I know the White Walkers are called the others in the book, right? Yes, they are. Okay. All right. Yep. And their origins are not clear. No one really knows. No one now, knows. Now, in the last season, mm-hmm. it was revealed that if you kill one of the others. That all the zombies they turn die right away, mm. which which seems like that's going to be a really important plot piece for season eight. Well, that's that's their theory. So if they if they hold, well, they only got six more episodes, so it can't be too much more to add to that. I mean, it, they saw it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's just the question: is, is that the plot device they'll use to, to yeah, solve everything? Yeah. Like, that's, I, the, it, that's the question. And, and just approach that a little bit. It's like okay. So if they defeat the Night King, he's the lead White mm-hmm. Walker. He's a lead White Walker. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the assumption that everything else just you know just all all every every White Walk every White and White Walker dies or you know that's that's my sneaking suspicion that that's what they were getting at I, is that if you have like if you do a um, that's kind of lame like a direct attack on him. <laughs> Like you, like you can lose uh-huh. the whole rest of the battle as long as you make it to the king and not and kill the king, just like in chess. Or um, okay, all right. Um, there's a there's a lot of like a lot of the battles between the Persian Empire mm-hmm. and Alexander the Great kind of went that way, where he would like create an opening and then strike directly at the head of the king, like directly at the king, mm-hmm. nothing else, just coming right for the king and mm-hmm. nothing. We're ignoring everything, right? Hmm. Okay. That's a strategy that won the Persian Empire. So okay. So there's there's I can dig that. There's some historical parallels to that. Okay. And so it okay. would make sense, but. You know, maybe not. Who knows? I don't know what they're going to do. They could literally do anything. We don't know how the books go. (laughs) We don't have any idea of anything. We are not the showrunners on Game of Thrones, okay? (laughs) No, our podcast would have more more downloads if we were those guys. Probably. Probably more than than we have. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's a version of the um, zombies on that show. So they are um, undead. You know, they do um, um, have uh, there are were characters that actually woke up as zombies or as as, as whites. You know, on that show, mm-hmm. the um, the the giants, for instance. You know, they, oh, yeah. they they became like you know walkers or whites, I should say. You know. We saw them all that uh, the Battle of Hard Homens mm-hmm. with all the whites coming back. Yeah, yeah, that was when the um, John Snow realized, okay, this is more than just <laughs> we got we got a bigger situation going on here. You know, trying to <laughs> right. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to get all the what? What is that? Oh, oh man, uh, yeah, yeah, we got a we got a yeah. problem here. Um. <laughs> All right, so let's get on into something other than zombies here. Let's talk about fine, fine. <laughs> um, let's get into some some video game stuff. Let's um, awesome. Let's talk about the Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda, one of the most is, classic video games of all time. I will say this: the Legend of Zelda is my my favorite video game series that's currently like mm-hmm. modern. Okay. Right? Okay. It's been modernized, so it's the one that I like the most of the ones that have been uh, set up. I still haven't played the newest one, which makes me not the best person to talk about it, I guess. Uh, I so I won't talk about too. the newest one. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. I hear about. I just haven't had a chance to yeah. to play it. I've had so much going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into personal stuff, so I won't. So, um, so yeah, so The Legend of Zelda started, uh, it was released in 1986. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of the, like, uh, it was a gold cartridge release, so it was one of the original Nintendo games. I remember that gold uh, cartridge. Like a, yeah, that was awesome. Okay. And it had a battery in it. It had a watch battery in it. And the watch battery allowed you to save your progress, which is yes. not something that was available mm-hmm. with like any other Nintendo yeah. game. That's why Nintendo yep. NES games have like passwords. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which are always bizarre. So Zelda, Zelda was a. Uh, it's the story of uh, a character named Link, who you can name whatever you want, but his name is Link. Uh, canon wise and he is told to rescue the princess by the princess's handmaiden and the princess is named zelda so it was the link wasn't the the, um yeah the the zelda wasn't the main character the um the lead was link that's correct zelda is the princess you are going to save Mm -hmm. and so you get you collect items that give you powers uh, like a lamp and um a raft and a ladder you know magical things like those things and um and then you go to uh, eight dungeons, you get the pieces of a thing called a Triforce, and then you can go kill the main bad guy named Ganon. And that was the first one. Now, <laughs> it has since sprawled into quite a mythology and a, and a bunch of timelines. So well, to touch on that first game, it was, from my recall, it was one of the first games to ever... Um, like you said, to have a, um, a thing in it to save, but to have mm-hmm. something more complicated than, okay, just, you know, punch, you know, punch, shoot, and kill. You know, you right. actually had to think and do things within Zelda um, because it was many different boards, um, many different, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, antagonists and stuff, and you had to really figure out some things other than just, like I said, punching and shooting. So um, it was one of, really one of the first games that was um, actually brought complexity to a video game. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the really cool things about it is that, you know, you had to learn how everything works. So every item, like I said, had an effect. So you'd have a whistle mm-hmm. that would maybe take you to the different dungeon entrances. And you have, um, like I said, a raft that in certain parts you can just you can just go across water. Mm-hmm. Um, a ladder lets you step across water too, but only one at a time. 
um, and bombs you can just get from enemies and you can open up different passageways between rooms in, in the uh, dungeons and you can also open up passageways on the, uh, the Mega Map. Oh, okay. So that you can go in and, yeah. and get, like, uh, you know, life extensions and, um, you know, rupees, money. Right. And, and rupees. <laughs> yeah. Rupee, rupees. There's a P. It's a P. <laughs> uh, so what's really neat about uh, about Zelda is that that's sort of the problem-solving thing is sort of what they are all what they all do. Right. And uh, and so there's, there's, a, there's sort of a continuity of the game. So if you play... Uh, you know the NES games, and then you play the newer games. You can kind of see how they use similar-looking, like symbols to mean similar things, and similar mechanisms. So, like if you there's a thing, there's a switch that looks like an eye. You can hit it with an arrow, right? Like that's what they all look like. So, so there's different. There's it's a, a neat continuity. Mm-hmm. And since the since the Legend of Zelda came out, the, you know, in the last 31 years or 32 years now, wow, they I have know, really right? sort of come out with a lot of different... Every, all the games sort of fit into, like, this uh, chronology. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is that they're all they're all tied together. Right. Um, so that's something that is uh, that people really think is awesome. They haven't actually... I don't know if they've even said what Breath of the Wild is, where that fits yet. We don't... We, no one really knows. Oh, okay. Um, so basically it takes place way... It takes place far in the future, but no one knows which timeline it is because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ocarina of Time, which is the N64 version of Zelda, mm-hmm. it's the first 3D one. There's the the game ends through one of three different ways. So either there's a, a world where adult Link beats Ganon, a world where child Link beats Ganon, and a world where Ganon wins. Right? Oh wow. Okay. So it's like this crazy. So there's a split, and then all the different games take place at different times. So like, The Legend of Zelda and The Adventure of Link, which are the first two games, are the final games in the chronology. Of the one where I think uh, I think that's the one where you win, where you beat Ganon mm-hmm. as the adult. Yes, that's the one where you beat Ganon as an adult. And are you, the, are you, are you uh, referring to the second game where he was like a um? Is that is was that was he was a teenager, right? Or oh adult? yeah, so yeah. man, I, mm-hmm. so, this is a complicated situation. <laughs> so so Ocarina of Time, you move between being like nine and being sixteen. Okay. Okay. So because of that time loop, if you beat Ganon, when, uh, there's a timeline where you beat Ganon as an adult. Mm-hmm. There's a timeline where the timeline resets to when you were a kid mm-hmm. after you beat Ganon. Mm-hmm. And there's a timeline where Ganon kills you. <laughs> and that's the one where most of the games are, actually, I think. Hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, so there's a, uh, you know, so there's that's that's something that's really neat that they've sort of been renouncing in the last couple of years to, I guess, keep people interested. Okay. But uh, my personal favorite of these games is A Link to the Past. Which is the uh, Super Nintendo version, the 16-bit version. Okay. I've been playing that a lot. That's my favorite one. It's got, you know, the most dungeons and the most sort of things to do. Um, was that the third about... Was that the third game in the series? or um... Yes. Okay. All right. So that was after... Yes, um... Okay. Yep. 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 It's referred to as Zelda 3 sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's not. There were also these uh, these CDI games for the Philips like, DVD player that mm-hmm. were terrible that <laughs> don't count. Um, (laughs) they're not canon (laughs) right right they are not um so yeah so a link to the past is my favorite it's got like all all the cool stuff it's a neat game if you if you can find it you should you should check it out i I think you can probably beat it in like i can beat it in about three hours the good speedrunners can do it in about an hour and a half yeah but they do different things that i don't want to do one of the um Uh, one of the best things about the Zelda um, that I used to like was the the music. <laughs> they used to oh um, yeah yeah they 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 had such orchestral like you know orchestration as far as like music and everything. It just made it like out the world. 
But um, mm-hmm. anytime someone hears like if that those first few notes, especially I think that was really prevalent at the first two Legend of Zelda games. Um, mm-hmm. um, it's it's just amazing. They even have like you know a couple of YouTube videos. Actually, I think it was like a whole orchestra played like the whole the the whole um soundtrack. You know, for like the, oh, yeah. um, the Legend of Zelda, um, they actually have it out on like um, Apple Music or you know Spotify if you want guys want to look it up. But yeah, they have a whole orchestral you know thing. It sounds so amazing, you know, of like the whole Legend of Zelda um, you know anniversary and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they did like a, like they had a touring orchestra and they went around different cities and played the themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's really neat. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So that's the Legend of Zelda there. You know, they actually had a TV show with the Legend of Zelda 2 looks like. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh that's Zelda. Um really really cool. Um I still have to play uh Breath of the Wild, but uh all the other ones have been good. I've been playing Skyward Sword and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I just I just actually played through a link to the past like last week, so Oh, okay. All right. I am I am kind of nerdy about this game, so I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's Legend a favorite of, of mine. Legend of Zelda is pretty cool. Um, all right, so we gotta gotta get going because I gotta wrap this up a little bit. Let's get to our oh. product of the week. Product <laughs> of the le- of the week. So, so I I, I want to try this out where we talk about a product that's sort of okay. You know, uh, that's sort of you know I don't know. We'll see how this goes. So so this is called a, the zero candy bar, which uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's had a zero candy bar before. Okay. Um, the zero candy bar is a white fudge, and it's white. And uh, <laughs> you can get them pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero candy bar is weird because uh, it's also named for the percentage of uh, comparatively that it's good of compared to like a Snickers bar or a Milky Way bar. Zero percent is good. Okay. Uh, so that's our product of the week because it starts with Z and we needed some filler. Yeah. And Have it, you ever had looks, a zero bar before? No, but it looks delicious. <laughs> it looks delicious. It looks like a um, um, like a carrot cake-ish in the middle of a white but it's not. <laughs> but it's, it's not. It's caramel, peanut, and almond nougat. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> this is an end joke for a friend of mine. <laughs> but we had, we had a. There was a falling out in our high school friends over zero bars. So I'll just make them just making a reference to that. For All right. Says our, that, that's my season. That's my season finale Easter egg for one of our <laughs> listeners. So there you go. Zero bar. Zero bar. All right. So um. So. <laughs> We want to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Um, you know, we're going to still have another season of Nerd Cyclopedia, but we're also going to be expanding our Nerd Psych here, you know, at Nerd Cycle. Yes. We're looking to do, like, um, actual, uh, what those old radio play was, radio plays were. Um, yeah, the audio dramas. Audio draws. There you go. Yes, dramas. Dramas. <laughs> <Already> yeah. <laughs> so, so we are in the process of writing, casting, and recording and editing um, a series of sh- uh, aud- short audio sort of plays, mm-hmm. and we're real excited about it. It's something that some you know some casts are getting into now, but it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. And um, just to kind of give you a little bit of a teaser, uh, I, uh, next up for us. You know, we're gonna do the scripted series, but first we're gonna be doing a review of the Watchmen series, right? Yeah, Doomsday Clock. That's the next step for us. Doomsday Clock. Yep. So that's what that's what to look out for next. Now, while we're recording Doomsday Clock reviews, um, we're gonna be working on this product, which is um, <clears throat> it's gonna be a podcast story called Tontine, and it is set in a world where every person is evaluated in um, their ability to use 
um, to use their mind to speed up the way they perceive computer systems. I know that sounds really weird. Mm -hmm. guys. Basically, it's going to be like this. People are put into a game, mm -hmm. and the time inside the game sped up, and basically it's uh, a mixture of Highlander and superheroes fighting in these video games, right? It's like Superman fighting Batman in a world where the last survivor gets all the money. <laughs> sounds awesome. So it's gambling and it's action and uh, the main characters we're working everything out now as far as casting but we've got some really good ideas for you know the way this universe is going to work and we're I'm just real excited yeah. about getting this thing out and, super excited um, super super psyched to get this you know in, in production and get it out to you guys and everything um you know we're we're looking really you know forward to just expanding nerd psych here and you know giving you guys a bit of a variety you know because. We like to feel that we're kind of creative over here. <laughs> mm -hmm, so we, yeah. <laughs> we, we can do a little bit more than just talk about geek culture that's already out there. We like to create our yeah. own little geek culture, you know, for you guys yes. to, um, you know, consume and everything. You know, not that there is not enough out there, but I, I, I like to feel that this is the golden age of our time. You know, um, yes. we've been held back for so much and technology is out there for us to actually use it and actually give it to mm -hmm. you in a much faster pace. Than uh, what was what was out there before. So um, me and Scott are really excited to bring this to you guys. Yeah, you know it's it's new for us, and so you know we're hoping you you know you stay with us through the growing pains here. But right now we're in the process of uh, we got the pilot done, and we've got some uh, some some of the casting sort of handling right now. So um, you know we're gonna start recording pretty soon, and after we get the scripts done, and uh, yeah, so we just wanted to make sure. We did a, a formal announcement for yes. Tontine, yes. our next uh, our scripted audio project. All right, look out for it, guys. It will definitely be coming soon for you. All right, so um, we got anything to kick out for this week? How about Zach? Let's kick out Zach. Are we talking about Zach from Saved by the Bell? Or are no, we talk we're talking about the Zach... <laughs> the zach that you have impugned so often on this program <laughs> oh yes 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 zach. yes zach. <laughs> zach. all right so we're giving him the boot yeah in the boot just like dc comics <laughs> get out of here zach all right also sucker punch was terrible terrible movie oh man awful movie yeah, just a yeah, bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. People, I he he's 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 recovering. So um, hopefully he's learned from his lesson. I mean, learns his learns his lessons and everything. And you know, maybe he'll come yeah, back as called, a stronger Zach. <laughs> they're called colors, Zach. Use them. <laughs> Zach, we've gotten on you so much this pod. These you know these these podcasts. So you know, if you're out there in the ether listening. <laughs> Yeah, if you spin by and you want to give us some some help for you know writing the aforementioned uh, uh, story, please feel free to drop in and uh, we'll consider what you have to say and probably ignore it. <laughs> probably. That's right. I spun it around. I made it insulting. Zach. Boom, Zach. Boom. <laughs> All right, so you guys can catch us at NerdCyclopedia.com um, on our um, email us and give us some feedback. We appreciate all that. NerdCyclopedia podcast at um, gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Uh, you absolutely can. At and remember, go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. Definitely. Visit iTunes, subscribe, download, mm -hmm. review, mm -hmm. and you can give us any review you want. But as always, if you don't give us a five-star review, we will give you that business. And I'm going to give you the business. Oh, give me your Twitch, too. Twitch handle. Oh, yeah, on Twitch, I am. <laughs> I've been on hiatus because I've been 
Uh, moving some stuff around in my house. I did some uh, work in my basement. Okay. So that's the personal stuff I was talking about, basically. All right. I'm building a new Nerd Cyclopedia Studios in the basement. Oh, yeah. That's in <laughs> so. the process. We, we <laughs> That's in the process, guys. It's going to be a much better, you know, situation when we come back there, but. More space, more in-person interaction, which I know everyone likes. Oh, we love it. Uh, everyone likes being able to hear us being in person. <laughs> well, we got a lot of feedback from our Star Wars podcast with our <laughs> special guest stars, Ken and um, Tony. That's true. And, um, yeah, so it was. It was. We're looking to get a lot, a little bit more than that, of, of that that space there. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so my Twitch is S C Hitch H I T C H. So S C H I T C H. That's twitch.tv slash S Hitch. Or SC Hitch. Uh, you can find me there. I speed around retro video games. I've been working on Link to the Past. I might actually, you know, uh, might actually do a run of it. All Who right. Knows? Hey. Who knows what's going to happen? I'd love to see that. All right. So, um, um, definitely appreciate you guys listening to this first season. Um, like Scott said, we'll be doing um, Doomsday Clock reviews. Um, it's, I believe it's on its fifth issue. So, um, we'll be presenting Excellent. the first few um, in about the next few weeks. So, just be in tune to that. And then mm-hmm. we, um... I mean, we're, we're probably also going to record a Nerdendum for, uh... Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we're there, probably going to do a Nerdendum for uh, Avengers. Yeah, there's a special <laughs> event coming up this weekend. It's April 26th now, and April it's, it's 27th today. is... It's like today. <laughs> Woo! It's on the day that movie comes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it comes out in Europe today, but um, yeah. tomorrow in, in the U.S. is when it'll, it'll, it'll debut. But um, I would be remiss to say that um, this is the most excited I've been for a movie, and this is probably the first Avengers. So oh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll It'll be, be so coming good. with the nerd denim for that definitely. I mean, as soon as like I can get myself to the movie theater. Yep, probably. yep. Because yep. I know Sam can just go. <laughs> Sam will probably, Sam's already got his tickets. I, I just need, <laughs> I just need to get a single time. <laughs> So we're just waiting on Scott here, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be the hold up, just so everyone knows. Like when you listen, <laughs> if it's a couple days after like Monday, but just know it's my fault, and I'm sorry. We will get to it. I actually probably that would be my second time, probably next week going to see it. So we um, <laughs> we will we will, um, and it's getting rave reviews too. So <laughs> that's a um, that's an encouraging thing for those who are on the on the fence, and you know. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for this first season. Uh, we look forward to, um, you know, bringing uh, another season. In.